0: G-Empire 126, uh, SM-tober rolls on with part 4 of our look at the Shin Megami Tensei series. I'm your host, Brett Elston.
1: Uh, I'm here wondering where we're going to get some American games in Rocktober. <laughs> and y'all heard that
0: Hans Zimmer in Call of Duty? <laughs> really serves a soul. <laughs> and I'm Megaten expert Henry Gilbert. Hello. Uh, and, uh, up to this point, we've gone through three Shin Megami Tensei episodes. We've covered the core series, one through four. We've talked about the spin-offs Devil Summoner from the last episode, so through the Saturn, to the PS2, to the DS. Mm -hmm. um, But now we're into Devil Survivor. Not Devil Summoner, Brett. Devil Survivor. Mm -hmm. Uh, VGMPart.com, again, iTunes, Twitch, Stitcher, all that good stuff. But Rocktober, in case you didn't know, uh, was when we look at one series that's too big to fit in one episode, Mm -hmm. or even two. um, Past ones have been Castlevania, Final Fantasy, Pokemon, Mega Man, and now SMT um and you mentioned also Persona is its own entity at this point so Persona has its own episode from 20 mm. let's say 14 mm-hmm. yeah and i feel like once persona 5 is out in america mm-hmm. then we could
1: we could do a second persona probably episode, just clean it up imagine, but, yeah. so yeah but uh yeah I, this is the one i've really been waiting for like this really? is after Persona, uh-huh. my favorite SMT series is Devil Survivor. Like, more than the mainline SMT series. Devil Survivor is my favorite. Why? And so, well... These are tactics games? They are tactics game. They're Final Layer, FF, in the style of FF Tactics, Tactics mm-hmm. Ogre, or a game that came out in the last 20 years. Whatever that well, would be. Like Fire Emblem, maybe. Yeah, Fire Emblem. Yeah. Uh, well, though yeah. it's more like yeah, Disgaea, mm-hmm. Disgaea, because it's the, it's got the okay. three quarter view. Yeah, it's you, you know you're walking around the stage in your chess pieces, but when the combat happens, it's still the same classic first person combat Weird. against the the classic bestiary of enemies, huh. and the same kind of rules apply of like this ty- this force is good against this type of enemy. You've got the demon collecting, you've got the fusion, but it it introduces in such a great way because you don't have to worry about like dungeon crawling, right? Like that it's just like here's your mission, yeah, Here's a like level. look, here's the map, win it or don't, and yeah. like you can you can grind in extra maps like how you'll grind in other tactics games, but sure. you don't have to worry about dungeons. It's just huh. it's just a chessboard, uh, and and in between you, uh, but it okay. So it the Devil Survivor series original for the DS that's why devil survivor DS get it yes. and um they kind of was like a combination of the what people loved about personas 3 and 4 with classic SMT storytelling so you uh, the first game in devil survivor and its remake uh, overclocked on uh, the 3DS well more of a port but anyway in both of those you are in Tokyo the apocalypse is about to happen you're on the precipice of the apocalypse Mm -hmm. but you're playing as very fashionable cool teens who are designed in the style of the persona characters too Mm. so cute uh and uh cute fashionable perky yeah Yeah. but you'll also get super depressed characters who who are going through some stuff and Mm they're they're figuring it out and so uh it it really is like a, a combination of themes of both of them and the the only knock I'd give on the character designs. I love the character designs, but the designer just like you know, of course there's cute girls. I'm not I'm not a prude hating on cute girls being drawn in the game. But they just have like their boobs are weird. Like it's just that they're like they're like all like stuck in place or something i don't know it just, They just they're oddly shaped perky boobs and for each of the characters but that that's just something i always noticed in the games but anyway as long as, as, long as it you. uh what what i loved about it though uh-huh. uh, especially was that it taught me about tokyo right when i needed to know about it because mm. so i played the original and i beat it 80 hours i beat it and I was so ready to play Devil Survivor again that when it got ported as a launch-ish game to the 3DS, yeah. I was like, hell yeah, I'm playing this again, Jeez. all over again. And uh, it takes place in Tokyo, so you're these teens who are trapped in Tokyo when the the apocalypse happens, the uh, as in the Last Testament type things mm-hmm. are going down, and so you're trapped in Tokyo and it's, you're in the Yamanote circle and the Yamanote circle is a huge part of it. So I'm replaying devil survivor on my first trip to Japan. So I'm like uh, in Tokyo, like the the Yamanote circle, I'm in it and I'm reading about it in this
0: game. What's weird is I don't know what's inside the Yamanote. in the circle, well, inside of it, you're. If you cut through the middle, it's usually the subways underneath the ground. So yeah, like, I don't yeah. know that I've done much stuff actually inside. You're the pretty circle. much just going around the circle. Like right. you, you pick like
1: now I'm in a Sando, sure. now I'm in I- Ikebukuro. Right. Like it, it's Shinjuku, it's like Shinjuku, yeah, yeah. and a... and everybody's trapped there. Like it's the it's a really tense story too huh. because you're the government knows something and isn't telling you, and you're trapped in there and they're not letting you out. Uh, and you're trying to find your way out, but now demons are attacking you there too. But everybody has on their flip phones; they have an app that they thought was just this app that shows you how how you'll die. But it turns out the app lets you control demons and make huh. contracts with them and capture demons and add them to your group. Is this still
0: like we talked in the very first uh, episode one, two, three about mm-hmm. when we talk about SMT one and two? How it was like. Oh, the demons were like, hey, join me. Uh, this doesn't have the contract stuff in it. Oh, yeah. You create a contract that's uh, in the story, but there's no negotiation. Like haggling, where it's like,
2: yeah.
0: where you're like, join me. Or like, will you join me? Like, give me all your money. No, I like your moxie. Yeah. And then I like, give me your money. Yes. You're a wimp. You shouldn't do what people say. <laughs> I'm going to fight you. Like, what? So, yeah, yeah. It, it's
1: not all that unpredictability. That's why. That's why friends of mine got turned off to later games when they yeah. tried it. But no, it doesn't have that. So okay. it it simplifies a lot of things to get an SMT game on there, though it's still like a very long game yeah. with very dense battles that are super challenging, even if you grind everything and you're left with choices of like chaos, order, complacency. What's your pick? And mm-hmm. you've got this character that like, is he your enemy? Is he your friend? Does he know everything? And so... Uh, it also has an interesting message. The internet comes in there too, like in the Soul Hackers game, where they the internet kind of becomes. They're like, "Oh, the internet's the Tower of Babel," and uh. and it, because it gets through all uh, language, or it eventually will, and so. God came through the internet and so did the devil to test the world and with a series of tactics <laughs> games and and it's also called oh that's another major reason why it's like persona persona counts down days you know you spend a day uh, yeah. and you were like this is your afternoon you only get one afternoon this day and you better pick wisely what you want to do same deal here except it's every hour it's like well are you going to go here and, chat and look for this person there this hour? Or are you going to go over there? And if you pick the wrong place, somebody might die. Like it, That doesn't always happen. Right. But there are like three or four in- instances where you're not going to get this character if you don't go to this right. place at that time. Ugh. And so you got to follow the clues and everything. And sometimes you can do free battles that don't move the clock. But otherwise, it moves the clock forward, and you're even told, like, you're going to die at three-third, or you're going to die at four. You better find out what would kill you, and then stop that and prevent your death. And also, music is a big part of the storyline, too. One Uh, of the main characters is a musician, and she plays music and writes a song that then unlocks your pathway to God or the devil, whoever you're going to fight, and so you can kill them and try to either fix things or at least leave the
0: world, leave humanity in a good place. And so music is a big part of it, too. And speaking of music, uh, you've, we've got a trio of songs here. I hope this is correct. Uh, Takami Asano, who, according to the internet, seems to have done, you remember that arcade game, Chase HQ? What? Uh, I think <laughs> did the music to that, wow. the Superman arcade game. Whoa. With the weirdo red-suited Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then some Super Famicom stuff I don't recognize in 1982. And then the next thing listed as is 2009 Devil Survivor. Wow. So like Taito and then I think Taito did the Superman arcade game. And then (laughs) a decade and a half later, like, "Ah, I'm doing Devil Survivor now. Uh, But this is Action, Battle Beat, and Accident from Devil Survivor. So, man, I didn't know what to expect, so I haven't listened to these ahead of time. Mm. Uh, But the middle one, Battle Beats, sounded like a Twisted Metal level.
1: Oh, Uh, wow. Like the LA
0: level from Twisted Metal 2. And then the last on Accident sound reminds me of there's a KMFDM song called, I think, Bullets, Bombs, and Bigotry. It just. (laughs) It it was the 2003 Bush's. uh, Everyone was mad at Bush, and uh, so it was a, a big anti war thing. But, like, it has that. I don't know what, it's almost like swing rock or something where it's just, it's rock and it's hard and it's veering on industrial, but it's it's not industrial, but it's but, but it has this, like, bounciness to it Yeah, that's it keeps not,
1: its bounciness without, while still being hard, yeah. Yeah, it's weird I, I,
0: yeah, I have not heard that type of music in forever. The,
1: the team really went hard into the guitar stuff uh, that yeah. is at the core of uh games so they're staying true to that they, they were not aping Shoji Megaro all that much I would say yeah. they were kind of their own thing on that yeah Man, that's that's such crazy music so yeah, then, especially at Battle Beat. The action, despite that one being called action, that's actually just like... <laughs> that was the calmest that, one. Yeah, that's your conversation. Like, oh, we're talking through what we're going to do. Got like, it. what do you think we should do? Oh, should this we map go, looks big and tough. Let's go to Shibuya. Maybe the maybe the food's there. <laughs> yeah, and, The uh, answer is yes, it is. So that game was great. And I think uh, across both titles, I put in about a... Uh, 120 hours, 130. So is the overclock? do they just want to add more maps? Or? Uh, it has the 8th day. They, uh, It's they, it's 7 days in the other one and okay. they're like, oh, but there's the 8th day in a new storyline. It's so, like 4th
0: meal, but it's... Day, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's I can get two crunch wraps. And
1: boy, did I stay up late playing that one too. Uh, um, but, uh, but so, then there's Devil Survivor 2, which is actually the more popular of them, mm-hmm. thanks in part to it getting an anime adaptation. That's Shockingly, same. one didn't get an adaptation but two did but they still huh. called it so it's the anime is like devil survivor 2 the anime wow. but uh so the cool thing about devil survivor 2 that it was a late ds game like it actually came out when the 3ds was pretty much out or close yeah, to 2012 it. for 2012 DS, so. yeah it was already the 3ds was already a thing but uh god love that for sticking with it and putting it out and so
0: i, I like even the- pokemon black and white 2 were really late as well yeah so that's the true. ds h- held on for a while uh,
1: but I, if you heard that opening song too, just God, I love the opening song from Devil Survivor yeah. too that started the show. But uh, I like the characters more. The characters are more fun in it. The story is more interesting too. It's not just it's not just the last testament type stuff. Uh, it's not tri- It's it's not all that biblical stuff. It kind of pulls it pulls in more obscure uh, end of the world stuff. But it's still the same thing of like you have the world is aft uh Japan is messed up and you have 7 days to fix everything and you're just teenagers with apps on your phones that let you control demons and uh but the it expands big time because it starts in Tokyo which lets them reuse some backgrounds from the uh the, the first game though it's not a sequel like it doesn't take place in the same world they don't reference anything from the huh. first game but uh the difference is like you start in Tokyo and then they say Well, we have this, you you work for this giant agency, this secret agency that's basically been waiting for the end of the world to happen. Kind of like Nerve from Evangelion and the Evangelion viewers out there. Mm. And they say like, well, okay, you guys need to go to Osaka to find this next thing. And they say, how am I supposed to do that? Oh, we have our own super Shinkansen that's just going to take you there. And so <laughs> we you built the track and everything. It is, and it's and so it's like this ode to train travel and Shinkansen. Like trains are uh. still central to it, except now it's the Shinkansen, the bullet train, right. instead of the Yamanote line. Huh. Interesting. And so yeah, then you go to Osaka and you go to Kyoto and you go to uh, uh, so the, Na- Nagoya. Uh, Nagoya, yeah, Nagoya's yeah. in there. Yeah, and and the Super Southern too. And you get to uh, it's like those four cities and you meet people who kind of represent each place and who like some are like big and brassy and some are like super fashionable guys mm. and uh you get to meet you get a lot to meet a lot of interesting people and learn about their stories and like this cosplay diva and this dude and this guy named Joe who he's 25 but he he is still acting like a kid and he grew up in, he spent like the last eight years of his life in America
0: and is now back in Japan. I love how Japan in the world. views 25 as like, I used to be so young. Yeah. And it's uh, like, 25, you are still not the smartest person on the earth. Like, you're not a wizened old sage at 25.
1: And I like the main character's outfit. Like, he has, the, people even call him like bunny guy because he sort of has like bunny ears sticking on his hoodie. And he like wears, mm. he wears this cool hoodie. And always has earphones in, and he's uh, and he, yeah, the de- the demon fusion in both of them is just awesome. Like, uh, yeah, but it's the same that's the great demon fusion that's in all of them. But it's what taught me to love the fusion system because it was huh. deeper than what you got in Persona 3 like and 4. You can fuse your personas, make better personas. You're not collecting dozens and dozens and, and dozens of them. They then ported that one as well. To the 3DS, uh, and with some new, with a new uh, epilogue as well. That was about 30 hours of stuff. And and that's record breaker. That's record breaker. Called break record in Japan, and <laughs> uh, when I like previewed the game with the Atlas PR, I was like, "Oh, cool, it's break record." He's like, "It's record breaker. We announced it as record breaker in America. Quit calling it break record."
0: Yeah, in Japan, we do the last name first. There it's record <laughs> breaker, and out there, it's break record. <laughs> but uh, uh, Kenji Ito, soundtrack, worked on the Saga series, you'll know, or the Game Boy, the Final Fantasy Legends stuff. Yeah. Um, but the, I the, love this soundtrack. And worked on the Mana series from 2003 onward, so like Sword of Mana, I think, uh, some of the later ones. Uh, forget all the post-secret games. But yeah, why so, I Sword and Onward, uh, and then a ton of stuff to this day, including like Puzzle and Dragon sequels, so like wow. still doing a lot. Making uh, that big gung-ho money on Puzzle and that Dragons. money. Uh, and then Kenichi Tsuya Returns, plus Atsushi uh, Kitajo, who uh, worked on Growlancer 6 and Catherine. Mm. Uh, and then uh, prior uh, SMT folks, uh, Ryota Koduka and Toshiki Konishi. I think both from SMT4, actually, which is probably my favorite soundtrack of this whole series. Mm. Um, but three songs from Devil Survivor 2: uh, We've got Exploration, In the Devastated Town, and Battle of the Brave. That first one, exploration, was so smooth. It the, really, was. The, the bass guitar, just the, the way it moves around, like it's such an easy listening song.
1: Yeah, it's it's got so many great like uh, so many conversations set to that music.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and, and the other two were just like way more hard rocking and great stuff. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and the, the well, the desolated town one too, it it is. I can just see all the characters going like, my my family's
0: gone. Yeah, like, like, oh my. <laughs> Osaka like castle,
1: yeah, oh, be I, so tall I should also mention i I forgot the other like uh Japan landmark things, and it is that um they they mentioned the towers The Like Tokyo Tower, for example, Mm. it was used to, um, it was secretly the base of a thing that sets out a wave that protects it from being, protects the city from being destroyed by this annihilation wave that's erasing everything else. And so it's another excuse to go, like, to go to famous locales. Like you're fighting in front of Tokyo Tower or you're fighting at towers in Osaka and Kyoto and Mm. all that. And uh, that's also how the epilogue starts, too, because. Devil Survivor Two came out before um, the Sky Sky Tree. The Sky Tree was finished, and now the remake is out after the Sky Tree is finished. So the epilogue starts at the Sky Tree.
0: Sky Tree is like a huge really tall building I really, guess it's really the good. tallest in Tokyo now maybe I, don't I, know. I believe so yes. but it's it's surrounded kind of by not a lot of other tall buildings <laughs> yeah. so like it becomes this weird landmark when you're all through Tokyo you can kind of like if you're high up enough in a building and you frequently are Yes. you'll be like oh where's the oh there it is there's yeah. the sketch. it's so uh-huh. big and even when you go all the way out to TGS uh, Makahara Messe like
3: I'll still see it if... Like, like, uh, like
0: the suite we had for the Capcom stuff, like, I would go out on this balcony in between interviews and stuff and look over the mainland, Tokyo... Well, it's all mainland, but, like, we didn't get it on an island, but Tokyo proper mm. and just an endless sea of uh, skyscrapers, but uh, there's a tree. Like, yeah. even that far out, it's, like, you're out past Tokyo Disney
1: and all that crap. It's amazing how... It, it is a sight to see. Definitely... I mean, it's you're going to be waiting in a long line to do anything there because yeah. it's a tourist spot, but it, it is for a reason. Like, yeah. It's pretty awesome. Just go to it and then go to Asakusa, which is yeah. also a place you're fight at yeah. in the Devil's Yeah, Warriors. we
0: stayed in Asakusa and it was like seeing it close up is like disorienting. Mm. Like was, things that tall still weird me out being from middle of nowhere where the nothing's fly- more than two stories tall. Yeah,
1: I know. Same yeah, same with like Florida. Well, it's almost like how I was shocked moving here to California. Of like in Florida everything's below sea level and then oh, like yeah, yeah. driving through,
0: say, California seeing like wait, mount mountains? What <laughs> are
1: these things? And basements.
0: Uh so uh, but moving out moving out that I guess we're kinda of done with Devil Survivor. And now yeah. we're into the the d- yeah, this is where I'd make a joke about the dregs, but it's just things that don't neatly fit anywhere else. Yeah, it's it's just to kind of cover the rest of the the rest of the
1: spinoffs before we get to the most recent big ass spinoff. The Professor
0: and Marianne, so I may say something relevant.
1: Yes. That's- so uh, first off is the last Bible series. I wanted to get a track from there. Like a great last- name. Last Bible was one of the first uh, SMT games released in America, but it wasn't called that because it was uh, when they were calling it Revelations. And it yeah. was the first one, Revelations the Demon Slayer. Yeah, for Game Boy Color. For the Game Boy Color, and and I actually have a copy of it. Uh, it's one of the few things. In, in a pristine box, it was given to me by an old boss who's cleaning out his closet.
0: Remember at Toys R Us, like, seeing it and being like, what? I don't get it. What if it was called? It back.
1: I mean, Revelations... Kind of tells you it's sort of related to Bible stuff, but the last Bible, yeah, they
0: weren't going to call it that in America, yeah, especially uh, the song we're going to play is last from Last Bible Two. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Can't do that. Well. Iwao Mitsunaga and Hiroyuki Yanada. Um, but yeah, we did not get Last Bible 2. Yeah, we only got the first one
1: as Revelations the Demon Slayer. And yeah. they, you can see why they gave it a try too, because unlike every other thing we've talked about, it's not in Japan. It is It is Ugh. a long time ago, and you're playing in a more Uh, kind of European fantasy setting as was popular in Mm. the Final Fantasy games at the time in America. So you can see why Atlas would say, let's give this one a chance in the U.S. Like, let's localize this. But gameplay-wise, it's still first
0: person, Um, demon mashing? It is, it's top-down exploration but it's the first person battles. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, we'll do one track from that really quick. Uh, We'll do the boss battle from Last Bible 2 and we'll be right back. So rich, like so many layers. It's very dense. systems yeah. that It is Game Boy Color. Game Boy Color. Yeah. They're getting a lot of the color there. Yeah, slash. Uh, I don't know if it was color only, but just like because I think there was a uh, black and white one that then got converted to. But yeah. Game Boy itself is a you know very well known for how uh, almost paradoxically uh, advanced its audio capabilities are when mm-hmm. you're like this thing. It's the reason why everybody uses it as an instrument these yeah, days. Yeah, it like over time became a practical instrument. But, uh, yeah, that sounds... It's weird how almost poppy that is, where you can almost hear Persona coming out of it. Mm. If, if it was an instrument... If the instrumentation was like live instruments mm. or more Vita-esque stuff, you'd be like, oh, that's a Persona song.
1: It's stretching at the bonds of its setting, of its medieval-style <laughs> yeah, setting. Yeah, that yeah. does
0: not scream, uh, you are fighting a griffin in a... Uh, <laughs> in a deep dungeon. Mm. Uh, after that is Jack Brothers, which 1995 for the Virtual Boy. the first what? ever yeah, it was which the be... first ever SMT game ever released in the US, just called Jack Brothers.
1: Mm. Um, where you play as Ho, Jack Frost
0: and uh, the other p- py- pyro jack yeah pumpkin headed yeah. dude but like the yeah. box art for this is great because it is it's like a lot. it's such a like western He-Man style villain of pumpkin men are out to get you. <laughs> Tim you're... Burton's pumpkin dudes and then you play it and you're like this is cartoony and silly uh, yeah when really Pyro
1: Jack is he's a jack o he's he's Orko wearing a jack o head that's Orco kids jack is really a like.
0: witch from He-Man <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. yeah he looks like the Red Skull dressed like Dick Tracy
2: <laughs> on, the, on the American cover yeah Can, but it,
0: uh, Red Skull is sadly the most relevant uh, <laughs> anecdote we just made, yeah, right. yeah. It like a good Gilligan's Island reference. It that was, was specifically
1: the... black and white too. But <laughs> hey, it,
0: you know uh... it 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 has
1: one of those like world's tallest midget type things of like
0: it's a good Virtual Boy game. Yeah. I have this actually, and I I like it. It's a yeah. fun game. It's like it's top down, and you are just trying to like walk through these mazes, but then you you know playing with the 3D effect of the virtual boy you'll go down a level and back up a level and you kind of try to keep in your head which level had the thing you're looking for on mm-hmm. but really fun music the virtual boy's music is very chiptune in general uh, yeah and this was this game was
1: a big step for Jack Frost being the mascot of Atlas yeah. and Index Corp which used to own Atlas before they sold it to Sega, but yeah. Hee ho good old yeah. Jack Frost, I love him. And so to fit with this uh yeah. the timing of this Rocktober episode. Even. I uh I picked the tune It's Halloween.
0: It Ooh. is Halloween from Jack Brothers. Oh. It is Halloween. It is Halloween singing songs instead of doing
3: story now. Forty five
0: hundred times this movie's way too long. It's like 90 minutes. Oh, it's awful. It's a great movie. Uh, Hiroyuki Unada, again, for uh, this, who had worked on uh, the last Bible series. Um, But it's Halloween. This may be a world's first exclusive debut (laughs) Virtual Boy track on on VG Empire. (laughs) I can't imagine when this would have happened otherwise. But uh, it's Halloween. We'll be right back. in the boss battle after that too just so there was because that that, that was pretty short but man it is Halloween that was way more I feel like we got married Mm. (laughs) it just had a like ending quality to it like I I guess for the Jack Brothers uh, Halloween would be a a festival so Mm -hmm. Virtual Boy is the Console for music, mm-hmm. ah, yeah. oh, oh, great Virtual Boy music. It's yeah. very Game Boy, but not mm. quite Game Boy, which is weird because it should have four more, five more years of technology. Well, that was the it. thing ever released? Jesus Christ! Because uh, uh, they yeah, kind of because they wanted to fire
1: Gunpei Coin.
0: No, I. Uh, uh, there is a track called Jesus Juice in it. Uh, oh. Let's see what this is. Oh, you got that Jesus
1: Juice. juice.
0: Jesus, Jesus, I mean, Jews. it sounds
1: like when Mario picks up a star. This is like, like yeah, when yeah.
0: Sonic's invincible. Yeah. Anyway, uh, oh, yeah, stuff. Jack Brothers, Virtual Boy. Uh, moving after that, 2003, Game Boy Advance, Devil Children. Yeah, so. As we've talked about before, Shin Megami Tensei was way ahead of the
1: uh, schedule, was way ahead of the curve when it came to monster collecting in games. Like, they were one of the first to truly popularize it in an RPG. Then, all of a sudden, in 1996, Game Freak puts out Pokemon and is like, hey, collect monsters. And so, uh, Shin Megami Tensei decided it was time they got into that business of making monster collecting games for children. But they still didn't want to leave behind the hell stuff. So you were still collecting the monsters of Shin Megami, but in a Pokemon-style game called Devil Children, and, uh, and they did the two versions thing as well, light and dark, were the, were the differences. Of course. And uh, so we didn't get the original Devil Children, but uh, the, in the sequel for Game Boy Advance, they called it Demi Kids in America to That's right. try to hide the, uh, the evil sinfulness of it. But uh, so, yeah, they're not super duper awesome games, but they're just fun footnotes to me of when Atlas tried to take back the, po- like, to rip back off Pokemon who, they, who took their style to begin with. And so, yeah, I wanted to pick a song from the Demi Kids, uh, the sequel that was the first and only one we got in the U.S. <laughs>
0: Nice, though, like, yeah. sound quality is pretty good for GBA. Like, I can feel the, the Game Boy Advanciness of it, but mm. with some of the instruments, but it's yeah, I like the flute there, yeah, I like, like
1: it's flute. pretty good. Yeah, no, I, I like that, I like that little battle theme from Demi Kids Light version, it's nice. So, yeah, I wanted to just take a quick tour of the spin offs before we get to the most recent game, a 2016 game, yeah. Tokyo Mirage Sessions, aka Genbei Ibu Roku if was the name There's of it. There's no though.
0: music in this game. It,
1: it's it's <laughs> all music. In fact, uh, the what people thought was a hashtag, and it is the you know the harp, sa- the musical notes. Oh on yeah, on the it. actual
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, sharp. That's it. Sharp. Uh, that's yeah,
0: Yoshiaki note. Fujisawa, who is mostly known for TV anime.
1: Like... Yeah. Well, so that's the thing. So Tokyo. When they first announced in 2013 that Nintendo's yeah. I- intelligent systems team for we Fire were, Emblem we
0: were all so young
1: was working on a on a crossover between Fire Emblem and Shimigami Tensei, they announced nothing about it yeah. they they had no details but people assumed it would be like a proper crossover characters, popular characters from SMT would meet popular characters from Fire Emblem. Popular in gigantic relative quotes. Here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they, they brought together two niche things. Yeah. To, though they chose it at like such the right time because. Persona made SMT more popular. And I'm talking about outside of Japan. Sure, yeah. It made Persona more popular outside of Japan than it's ever been. While well, meanwhile, Fire Emblem Awakening yeah, it, saved, like it literally saved Fire Emblem. The yeah. the producers on the game said we were told Awakening was the last game, so we put everything in it, and then it sold better than every Fire Emblem ever, and yeah. so it got a sequel. And but anyway, yeah. So they bring them together stylistically. But the game is actually a Persona game. in in It's is most similar to that. Like mm-hmm. same kind of de- dungeon exploration, same kind of like bright color scheme. And though if I was Nintendo of America, I probably had to be disappointed at being handed this game because this game is so obscenely Japanese. Like it is it the main point. The main hub world is to walk around Shibuya in right. an amazing recreation of. Downtown Shibuya, starting from the Hachiko statue. Nice. Starting from the Hachiko statue, all the way to the 109 building mm. and all the surrounding wow. environs, and it's and if you've been there, it is amazing. Of like, this is it. Like uh-huh. I'm walking through it, but. If you're not, like, if you've never been there, it might not be that impressive. Well, I know? feel like
0: anyone who's already in to buy Tokyo Mirage Sessions uh, yeah. is probably down to walk through Shibuya. A game that only has Japanese voices, too. They did not bother recording. Uh, that's mean ama- yeah. Like, it would seem weird. They, I well, can't imagine anyone was like, well, I'm not buying it now. Mm-hmm. I was on the I was on <laughs> I was down until they said there was no English dub and now I, I think that's and what would complicate the dubbing would be the singing cuz
1: because they hired yeah. people who could do music is the central to the game. You play a group of teens who get recruited to both fight demons but also be idols aka pop stars. Right and so it's about live performances and so sometimes you're like performing on a stage doing a dance routine and then fighting the boss but Mm. the bosses you're fighting are also kind of like persona bosses which are like this is a twisted version of a person whose like deepest darkest secrets uh came out and destroyed them and now you have to beat them back Mm. and but the, your personas, uh, for lack of a better word, your performa, as they oh, call it hey, in the game, trademark. They're they're Fire Emblem characters from multiple Fire Emblem games. Like you're summoning Marth to back you up and to give you powers in fights. Is and a good singer, uh, mm-hmm. he kind of stands back and lets you sing. Okay. And uh, and then in between dungeons, you're going through kind of like the the day-to-day of running a talent agency and like i'm going to train you guys in how to dance and sing now no your choreography's off and it goes a little something like this and and story points happen because like she doesn't i don't know if she has uh she has enough confidence for this cute for this bathing suit photo photograph session she needs to get it and yeah, it's it's on the verge of being skeevy, but also there's a character in it who's um, uh, it, it kind of it kind of deals with like weightier topics too, including. One of the lead characters is a guy named Barry Goodman, who is a former like Megadeth guitarist. He was an '80s rock guitarist who is also a huge Japanophile, who moved to Japan and then got fat and is like your trainer and teaches you how to Wait. be a pop star. But he also collects anime dolls all the time. This is an actual Megadeth
0: person? Or? No, not.
1: I mean, I'm just In saying. In a style. Of... I think he is inspired directly by the Megadeth guitarist who moved to Japan. And oh, who so that part's all true. true. Yeah, that's the real guy, but he didn't get fat and he didn't start training pop idols. But I think he's inspired by there. There are there have been other famous American musicians or relatively famous American musicians who then just live in Japan. And there's also a character in there who she's, you know, half European and is blonde and and white. And you kind of like walk around with her and see how the world like judges her, how like girls Mm. would be like, oh, man, look at her. She's foreign. Look at her eyes. Like, oh, yeah, I've seen it, it it's interesting it's it's really interesting uh story gets in there but it also is about the music and full vocal songs like the, the most of the soundtrack is vocal yeah uh uh, performances, and mm. so that's what we're going to hear in a lot of these here. And so, yeah. yeah, you picked out Reincarnation, which is the opening song of the of the game, and it's uh, it's it's a really great song. Like Reincarnation is a the the word you'll recognize in it. Mm. And uh, then then we've got two uh, instrumental tracks: Shibuya for just walking around Shibuya, you're going to be hearing it a lot, mm-hmm. and Normal Battle. And oh yeah, when I say Normal Battle, that reminds me. That's where the best part of the game they borrow from Fire Emblem is. Mm. You know how in the recent Fire Emblem games you partner up, and if you have someone next to you, they'll yeah. do a second attack, and yeah. it really beefs it up. That's it's about kind of harmonizing in battle and saying like this attack always leads into that attack, so you can do like a like three, four, five attack combos just by picking the right attack on an enemy, and so uh, that's uh, one of my favorite battle mechanics in the game. Like it is. It is. I, I said this in an article I wrote for Fandom. It is the last Wii U game you need to get. Like it is mm. the last great Wii U game. Mm. Now, may, I won't say that that Paper Mario Color Splash isn't that either. I don't know if you want to be on the record saying
0: that, man. That's heavy stuff.
1: But Tokyo Mirage Sessions is so great. I loved it. Loved it. Loved it.
0: So here's Reincarnation, Shibuya, and Normal Battle.
2: I want. I desperately gave you all I i とかにで愛して This
0: how oh, this continues the Persona tradition of uh, it took like 25 seconds for the battle music to get going uh-huh. and so many of the uh, like Persona tracks where it's like the battle music starts and it's got vocals in it and the battle's over before you got to any of the lyrics and
1: yeah yeah though well, you fun. know in some of the battles you're at least like Going through the menus will take you about 10 oh, seconds. Oh, yeah, yeah, like that, so, that, but... You know. And that Shibuya song definitely sounded like the composer was trying to do a Shoji Meguro kind of walking that thing. Yeah, on, and
0: it, it reminds me of some, like, just in the haze of, like, four years ago, maybe of listening to a lot of Pandora <laughs> and not really paying attention to what the name of the artist was, but, uh-huh. like, listening to that type of music and being like, man, this is really pleasant. Where Spotify now, I can at least, like... You know, pin it and like, yeah, add it to a playlist or whatever, and not just thumbs it, thumbs up it or whatever, like on Pandora. But, uh yeah, those are all great.
1: And uh, Shibuya has one of my favorite, uh, settings in the game for crossovers, which is, uh, when you go to the, you go to pretty much Family Marts. The, the yeah. sorry, I'm, these are all these are all Japan Nerdo uh, references. They have Famimas in uh, LA, yeah. I think. <laughs> so Family Mart, a seven eleven basically. You go into a Family Mart and you can buy stuff from of um, a, a woman wearing a Jack Frost mask, and the woman under it is the person who sells you stuff in the in the Fire Emblem Awakening. So it's oh, like wow. a dual mashup of That's characters cool. there. It's, it's really great. There's lots of little sly references to the series like that, and I really do love that about it. This um,
0: 2016. This is earlier this yeah.
1: year. Uh, if you're sad that you're not getting to play Persona 5 this year, this will tide you over. Hmm. Like, play this game. This is... It's basically a persona game, oh. and the lead uh, director, the game director, I believe, is the same game director as Devil Survivor two. So this was like mm. their big step up right. to a console game, hmm. and it it's so great. It's a gorgeous game. I bet it sold like fifty thousand copies or something.
0: Yeah, but it's a it's, tough, tough uh, uh, environment to get a game on. We. Wii- uh, a huge RPG sold on Wii U, yeah, uh,
1: and it's but it's also so big that there's they they ported some stuff to 3ds. They
0: I don't think that's yeah, possibly this portable. Seems like a, a risk. But. So many of these games got like, oh, here's overclocked or record breaker. It's like if NX needs a RPG like, right out of the gate, like yeah. tweak this thing and
1: yeah. Well, I mean, Atlas is ready to re-release things all that's, the time. Yeah. Nintendo is more ready to re-release things. Like they've been in the last five years, they've been more apt to re-release stuff than they ever were before. That mm-hmm. I'd say, like they, not that they never did. Like we had Super Mario All Stars, well, Super Mario Advance. And that's it. <laughs> yeah, but
0: well, re-releasing all. Uh, the whole advanced series is like Mm -hmm. here's mario 2 3 1 world but
1: for the longest time it felt like oh they'll never remake a zelda game they don't do that and then they did it And so uh but yeah tokyo mirai sessions a great great game i loved it and the soundtrack is fantastic all these great vocal tracks sung by the people who do Who do the voices, and often you will be rewarded with a new song for finishing. You know, it kind of has the persona of social links, which is just these side stories that happen in intermissions where you help somebody, like, get over the loss of a parent or uh, find some side of themselves they thought they'd forgotten and they go like oh thanks hey watch my new song <laughs> and that's a music video and it's like a full music video and then you unlock a new costume and also then that music video then becomes kind of like a limit break attack that, that they'll do in a fight out right. of nowhere it randomly happens mm. but you think you're doing a normal attack and then they start singing the song for that video you're like oh, oh man they're going to do this super <laughs> attack awesome like if yeah if you if you like J-pop, it is a must-buy, wow. and uh, that's why the closing song that I picked is one of the last songs, though not the last song in the game. But it's kind of like the song everybody sings on. It's called oh, okay.
0: "Smile, Smile." Well, that'll take us out. That'll wrap up Rocktober, uh, oh. Rocktober twenty sixteen. Uh, that means that means VG Empire is five years old Whoa. as of this recording because. The first episode posted on October 29th, 2011. So yeah. uh, we are in a five-year birthday uh, celebration moment, as well as the this would be the fourth um, Rocktober,
3: as yeah. it were. Because the so, first
0: year, we had just barely started. Like, the second episode was in November 2nd. So we didn't really get in October. So, But it was in Japan on a train that I had the idea of going like, wait a minute, I really want to do a Castlevania episode. But how could I fit it all into one? And it was (laughs) TGS September 2012, and I remember, like, on the phone at the time, like, jotting down, okay, what if I did a whole month of shows? And it was like, bam, 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 and it was all Castlevania. And that's really what led us to uh, this SMtober. Who knows what it'll be next year? Gotta find something spooky.
2: Yeah, Yeah. Uh, it
0: has to be a series as long in the tooth and and full of games as this one. Yeah, you need like 15, 20 years worth of stuff. Nightmare (laughs) creatures. We're on it. (laughs) Uh, But com, you can listen there and leaving comments, rating us on iTunes. uh, That's also helpful, and I read all the comments on the site, especially when you just let us know if you like that show, that music, or if the game meant anything to you, or uh, if there were songs we didn't include that you did like. Um, You can also uh, help us out on Patreon.com slash LazerTime, which is what funds the LazerTime endeavor that we're running here. Um, But you can also follow me, Brawlston on Twitter or Empire on Twitter. And Henry, I know you've got a plug you want to get in there.
1: Yeah, H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter is my name. Uh, And also uh, you can read my stuff on Fandom.com Fandom. Powered by Wikia. Why do you gotta do the tagging? I'm I'm the senior games editor there. I work there with One Mr. Bob Mackey, or I will very soon, and uh, he is the host of the other podcasts I regularly appear on, Talking Simpsons, our chronological exploration of The Simpsons, one episode at a time. We are into season four now, having a fun old time there.
0: It is amazing. Simpsons...
1: Especially this era of this. Yep,
0: every season four episode is the greatest episode. Just watch the best Treehouse of Horror episode, and then that slams right into Itchy and Scratchy the movie.
2: So much fun!
0: But uh, we'll go out with Smile Smile from Tokyo Mirage Sessions, and we'll be back with another episode very soon. Thanks for listening.
3: I